Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you don't know who I am, if you're watching or, you know, listening to the podcast, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the owner of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like uh, getting your uh, articles of incorporation with the state, getting EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, having appropriate contracts so you don't get burned and business partners, basic brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas, and hiring policies so you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you set up all of these foundational parts of your business so that you can grow uh, you know, into a strong, healthy business. All right. Uh, if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of those things, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. Have been one for almost, uh, I've started myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about education to everyone. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but to be successful in business, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. All right. So that's why I'm here. If you want to start a phase of your business, or if you're thinking about starting a business, started a business, and you just didn't do it the right way, and you need some legal guidance to put you on the right path, uh, you want to talk to me. Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, and if you're a first-time client, you can book a free 15-minute consultation. First-time client, I have other options for you, like my Talk to Me Tuesday session, where you can get 25 minutes for $25. This is only on Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or you can book a full-on coaching session, my hour-long coaching sessions where I develop, you know, your entire strategy for you. Uh, as well, at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, that's where you download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. <clears throat> that is also where you can find my video training where I um, take you through the different steps, uh, the foundational steps of running your business. So I have video trainings on how to get your EIN number. I teach you how to do it. Hi, W. Latanya. Um, uh, Latanya, do you, do you usually come on Facebook? I feel like I recognize Facebook as well. Um, Yes, I also have a video training on getting your DUNS number, on creating an operating agreement, on brand protection. Uh, and also at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is where you can um, subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast because not everybody can make every live show, but you know, you can watch it at your leisure on my YouTube channel or, okay, good. I, I knew I recognized that name, but you can watch it on your YouTube channel or on my YouTube channel or listen to the podcast. All right. So linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can connect with me. All right. Okay. But that is enough about me. Let us move on to the show. Um, the way that the show works is I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys send me, stories from blog sites, uh, anywhere I can find some interesting to talk to you guys about. I pull stories that have uh, lessons for us as business owners, as entrepreneurs, and we discuss them. So this is the time, hey, 76 Grim K, this is the time for you to get involved. This is the time for you to let your opinions know. Please don't be shy as long as your comments and questions are respectful, okay? All right, so now that we have those grounds, let's get started, all right? Okay, first story of the evening. Now, I posted this 
story in my in my, blah, 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 this question in my stories earlier. Uh, at the time when I checked, it was a hundred percent no. Did anybody see that movie Hustlers with um Jennifer Lopez and Cardi B? Lizzo was in it. Who else was in it? Um, did anybody see the movie Hustlers? If you did, give me um. Give me one of them dancing emojis. Give me one of them dancing emojis if you saw it. If you did not see it, just give me a no. Now, if you don't know, if you did not see the movie Hustlers and you don't know what it's about, uh, I actually watched it. It was on one of, one, one of the streaming sites. A group of um, exotic dancers, uh, you know, and how they would basically rob the men who came to the club and, you know, they would, like, drug them and take all their money <laughs> and all this stuff. Um, and, and J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, played, you know, the, I guess, you know, the quote-unquote ringleader uh, of these ladies. Now, um, I want to know by a show of hands, how many of y'all have ever heard stories of exotic dancers, uh, you know, whatever you want to oh, have, um, exotic dancers strippers however you know refer to them as long as it's respectful how many of y'all have heard of exotic dancers strippers robbing patrons of a club or you know uh you know they 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 set uh they set a client up to you know just take all their money if you have heard that type of story please give me a hands up emoji i've actually heard that story a lot um, I, I watch a lot of, um, I watch a lot of reality shows and things like that. Uh, and you know, they'll have people who were formerly exotic things and they're like, you know, even Cardi B, she has said how, you know, when she was, when she was stripping, how she used to, you know, rob, um, some of the people that, that, you know, some of the clients, you never been robbed since the other night, but you have heard stories of men being robbed, right? Uh, Latanya's giving me the hands up. Um, Shop Best on the Yard. I said, I went to school. Oh, you know. You know Shop Best on the Yard, right? Okay, so the, the, the old trope of, you know, the exotic dancers, you know, taking taking the, the, the patrons of the club for everything they got, that is not a new story, right? Um, but apparently somebody thought that it was. There was a woman named Samantha Barbash. Now, she um, actually served some time in prison, uh, because since the other night said, I knew dancers that set dudes up. Okay. Right. So everybody's got a story. This, apparently this woman, Samantha Barbash felt like the movie hustlers that they, that uh, they based, that they based the story on her. And, uh, now in this, the woman's name is Samantha Barbash. Uh, Latanya said, okay. And I'm from Detroit. They will clip you in a minute. <laughs> So y'all know. Well, Samantha said, look, this story, Hustlers, they stole my life story, you know, and um, they, she said that they exploited her likeness. They basically said that they based J-Lo's character on her. Now, her name is Samantha. J-Lo's character in the movie was Ramona. Um, they, she also said that they defamed her because there was, um, there was drug use in the movie, and she's like, you know, I'm a mother, how dare you, you know, uh, make this movie based on me and say that I used drugs, I'm a mother, 
Um, okay. Uh, she also says that JLo's production company tried to, um, get her consent for her story and she refused, right? So Samantha sued JLo and her <laughs> 76 group case said, girl, bye. Um, shop us in the yard saying, girl, this ain't about you. Y'all are not giving her no quarter. Um, Anyway, uh, Samantha Barbash tried to sue J-Lo and her production company for $40 million. She said she, $40 million, she said $20 million was for compensatory because they should pay her for her story and another $20 million for punitive damages because she says that they tried to ruin her reputation, right? So she went to court and she sued for copyright infringement and defamation. Um, now, do y'all remember when we talked about that story of, um, that, that journalist who had that relationship with Pablo Escobar and she sued Netflix over Narcos because she said that they took scenes from her book, uh, and, and put them in the series Narcos. Um, so, uh, this is the same thing that's happening here. Latanya said, girl, not she ain't used drugs. That's what she said. She said she's a mother. She don't use no drugs. How dare you sully her reputation out in these exotic dancer streets, okay? Um, and that that is no slight to exotic dancers. Get your money, boo. All right, you know, get your get your get your paper. Um, but Samantha was trying to get J Lo and all these companies to run her forty million dollars. So, what do you think happened to this copyright infringement suit? Um, Tanya said, how about not no more? <laughs> what do you think happened to this copyright infringement suit? Remember, again, remember that story we talked about uh, with Pablo Escobar and that journalist. She said that they took scenes from her book like she met Pablo in a hotel room or, you know, um, I don't know, whatever. What do y'all think the judge said when they got this copyright infringement suit in front of them? Do you think Samantha's going to get her $40 million? Do you think Samantha's going to get her $40 million? Ba, 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 da, 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 da. Hey, where y'all at? I'm going to give y'all a little bit of time. Um, Latanya said it was a waste of time. This is the life of a, of a lot of strippers. And Tiffany and I said she got paid. Not, Latanya got it over here since 39. Samantha ain't getting one dime from J-Lo. Look, they didn't use your name. They didn't use your image. They didn't use your club. That Brenda guy said, nope. Yes, there may be some similarities, but lady, look at everybody who, just in this broadcast, everybody here has a story of an exotic dancer who was running, who was running these clients' pockets. You are not unique, sweetheart. This is not, yes, they did. You are not unique. This is not some special story. It's not like, you know, there's no other exotic dancers out here in the world who don't have stories of themselves or their co-workers running their clients' pockets. So Miss Barbash, uh, she, she wasted her money filing this case. And you're not getting one dime of that $40 million that you wanted. Um, so why did I pick this case? When you uh, <laughs> shop at the arts and hold tuitions paid, okay, look. You know, hey, um, do what you got to do to get your paper. Um, 
when you are claiming copyright infringement, you need more than an idea. You cannot just trademark a general idea. The idea of exotic dancers who are running their clients' pockets, this is not a unique idea. This is pretty much standard in that industry from what I see. Um, so, Samantha, you were really reaching and... It's not like you changed the game. You didn't create the game. You didn't end the game. You didn't like, there's nothing that is so unique about your story that people would say, oh yeah, that's definitely Samantha Barbash. Now, maybe they took some certain, you know, themes or, uh, you know, from your story, but I'm sure that that was a similar thing from several other people's story who used to do the same thing. This is not a unique situation that you created. You're going to tell me that you're the one who invented running clients' pockets? This is one of the oldest professions in the world. The entire profession's purpose is to run your pockets. Um, Latanya said this dates back to the brothels and Wild West. Absolutely. How many of y'all watched, listen, and I'm showing my age. How many of y'all watched Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman? They had a whole brothel in that show, right? And the girls was in there trying to get money from the clients. Uh, but Samantha, you tried it, uh, so, you know, good luck, and J-Lo's gonna be out here making her money, all right? Okay, so does anybody disagree with the court's ruling? Does anybody think that Samantha should have, uh, that this case should have gone through and Samantha should get some type of money from J-Lo's production company? Because I have one opinion, but, you know, someone may have something different, um, 76 Greenpeace said, is it a strategy to ask for permission even though she did not give permission? Now, they may have wanted to use her story directly, which is why they maybe they tried to um, get her permission. But again, this, this idea is not, um, this idea is not new, right? So maybe they wanted to tell her, so maybe they did want to tell her story, but there's so many other stories of exotic dancers that, you know, they don't, they didn't just have to go to you. They maybe got, you know, stories from several exotic dancers and were, and were compiling something together. Just because they went to you doesn't mean that they didn't go to anybody else, right? Uh, Trista said, not at all. She doesn't think that Samantha deserved any money. Latanya said, no, she don't deserve no money. Cynthia 39 said, too young for that show. Whatever, Cynthia 39. I carry my age well. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Okay. Let's move on to our next story. So buy Samantha Barbash. Leave J-Lo alone. Um, you know, she gotta go hang out with her. Are her and Alex Rodriguez married yet? I can't remember. Anyway, next story, uh, Latanya said, ask Cardi B. Yes, Cardi B talking about how she would, like, drug the, uh, her clients and take their money. Um, Shop on the Yard said, I know that show. Yes! Um, <laughs> okay, that's cool. Uh, Trista said, it sounds like the story Cardi B told. Exactly, exactly, right? Okay. You don't see Cardi B out here trying to sue J-Lo. Anyway. Um, next story that we are talking about. Uh, the soon-to-be former president of the United States. Former. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. 
Um, so y'all know what happened. 45 lost. I don't care what everybody else says. Don't listen to what he said. The man lost. Y'all have seen how CNN is dragging him by the tank hairs on, uh, <laughs> at every given opportunity, right? Um, so the election is not the only thing that, uh, Trump is losing <laughs> these days. If you guys remember, um, over the last couple of months, we have had a lot of stories about, um, uh, Tanya said, you lost, go sit down. Exactly, right? Um, but he's had a lot of copyright issues. His campaign was, you know, using music unauthorized, using, you know, clips unauthorized, pasting face over names. They were just running a muck all over the internet, right? Um, and there was, uh, we actually talked about this particular thing. Uh, there is a song called, uh, uh, Shop Snare said, Hunty, they have waited a long time to laugh at him on the air. Girl, I was watching CNN the other day, and they, woo, when I say they were practically tap dancing for joy, saying that this man lost, giving every opportunity. They're like, it's not going to happen. He's out January 20. Don't listen to what he says, <laughs> okay? But Trump, it's not just the election that he's losing. Trump is out here. He's got, um, you know, copyright infringement cases against him. It's specifically... Uh, the creator of a song called Electric Avenue, which was a, uh, a hit, uh, in 1983, he has sued Trump for copyright infringement because Trump was using that song, um, uh, was using it, used it in, like, a video to kind of make fun of Joe Biden. Uh, it was the background music to a cartoon of Joe Biden in an old time car and they were playing clips from Joe Biden's speeches, right? Um, and the guy who created Electric Avenue, he is very much an activist, um, does not agree with Trump's politics and was like, what you doing? Stop playing my music. I didn't give you permission, you know, back off. So, and he's suing them for copyright infringement. So Trump's team, because again, just like the election, they refuse to, to acknowledge the fact that you lost, you wrong, leave please. Um, they are trying to uh, <coughs> argue that their use of the song Electric Avenue was fair use. Now, that that is an argument when somebody accuses you of copyright infringement. If you can prove that, you know, well, I'm using this, you know, to, as, you know, to, to, to make fun of it as a parody or to, you know, make a political statement, then, you know, I can do it. That is what fair use is. Um, uh, Latanya said they're clowning him and his team are even slow for backing him up. Look, mm, he, he got a lot of problems. I just know that on January 20, we ain't gonna have to worry about him no more. Okay. So his team is saying, look, that song Electric Avenue, we took it and we transformed it into something special when we put it in this, uh, in this commercial, okay? We have changed the purpose of the song. We have made it, you know, we have, we have, um, created our own lane with the song. And this, uh, and they're saying that, you know, we're not trying to sell the song either. We're using this in a, <laughs> we're using this in a unique way you know, to, to make the world laugh and to get our political message across. Shop S on the yard said, I'm so tired of him acting like a baby. Girl, me too. Anyway, so his team is saying, 
we should be allowed to use this song. We're using it in fair use. We're creating, we're, we're doing something new with it. Um, <laughs> them and their adjectives and adverbs. Look, you, that's, you got you gotta be artful with your words, okay? Um, and I guess that's what they're trying to do. So Trump is trying to get out of this copyright infringement suit by claiming that it is fair use. Now, again, fair use is when, so when you see the news, you know, putting a clip of something on the television, that is fair use. When you see SNL making parodies of, you know, movies and songs, that is fair use. Parodies, right? Or, um, I'm trying to think. So comedic, comedic, uh, political, social commentary, and, um, right? So comedy and, um, yes, so comedy and, and, and politics and parody, uh, Tanya said, Latanya said, a big baby he is, I hope he's not going to use the eviction moratorium, what's the eviction moratorium, oh, when they say you can't kick people out, <laughs> well, he ain't homeless, he got Trump Tower, shop best on the yard said, I love fair use parodies, um, but yeah, his team is his team is basically claiming that they're 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 making the the music fresh again. So it does any is anybody here buying that um buying that argument buying that 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 uh that counter to the copyright infringement suit? Do you think that the Trump camp did they use any of the stuff that they, that they basically were uh, charged with copyright infringement for has been taken down. Do you feel like when they use it, they used it in a unique way? Was it something that was like, you were like, ooh, I don't necessarily agree with you, but that was really smart what you did. Do, do, do you even, like, I don't even remember their commercials, but that's me. Shop Best of the Earth said, I'm going to start doing social. Look, girl, apparently we can all be out here doing it. <laughs> Get your money. Uh, Latanya said, no, he's just using to draw attention to, girl, uh, draw attention to the campaign. The campaign is over. He lost. You lost, boo. Bye. Bye, pumpkin. Bye. <laughs> Did any of y'all fla watch Flavor of Love? Um, Trista Bradford said, they denigrate the spirit of the song. Right. Especially the owner of the song don't want you using his stuff. He said, leave my stuff alone. I don't want you touching it. Um, you never watched Flavor of Love since 839? It was funny. At least the first two seasons. Anyway, um, Trump's party is out here trying to evade a responsibility as usual. But, you know, uh, I have faith in the legal system that they will, uh, you know, do the right thing and slap him with a copyright infringement suit. I cannot wait till 45 goes to prison. Please drag him out the White House kicking and screaming. I beg you. Um, Shop SLR said, you know I watch Flavor of Love. Yes, you remember uh, when Pumpkin got kicked out and uh, New York was like, bye, Pumpkin, bye. <laughs> bye, Trump, bye. <laughs> All right, so um, I hope that they tack on some extra fines and fees for your copyright infringement. Uh, you know, I won't go too hard because he's still in the office and I don't want Secret Service sending me no letters or giving me no phone calls, but let me just know that on January 20, it's going to start. 
Um, Shop Fest in New York said, yes, she, she did spit on New York, and New York rocked her, okay? Speaking of which, they're having, um, a New York, an I Love New York kind of reunion special on VH1 soon. I think they're bringing New York back, um, for some type of new reality show. Anyway, but for those of you who are New York fans, okay? All right. Uh, before we move on to our final story of, oh, wow. Okay. Before we move on to our final story of the evening, I want you guys to, uh, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal help, to get you on the right track, I'm the person that you want to call. Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book your one-on-one coaching session today so that you can be a real boss in the streets. All right. Um, hey, Nessie time. Shop S on the yard said, yeah, honey, the pumpkin meats of her face was hilarious. Whew. Where is pumpkin these days? Anyway, moving on. Okay, guys, uh, if you guys have heard, if anybody here, you may not have heard of them, if you have heard of a little store called Target, please give me the Target emoji. If you have heard of a little song, uh, not a song, a little store called Target, give me a Target emoji. Uh, If you have heard of Target, give me a Target emoji. Um, And again, this is an update to a case that we talked about. I feel like we talked about it maybe last year, but, um, but it's an update and I always like to update you whenever I can. All right. 76 Grim K gave me a target. Trista gave me a target. Um, I know y'all heard of target. Give me my target emojis. Unless you driving. Uh, thank you, Latanya. All right. Um, so. A while ago, we talked about this story. Uh, I don't know if any of you actually saw this, but some time ago, maybe about a year or so ago, Target had this floor pong emoji. Does anybody know what the game pong is? If you know what the game pong is, please type pong in the comments. Originally, pong was a video game that was developed by Atari. Um, thank you for the Target Nessie time, okay? It was a game that that was originally set up by Atari. You played it with, like, you know, the controllers. Um, Trista said, yes, okay, I got people who know what Pong is, right? Target, they basically um, took that game and made it a floor game that you could play with your feet, and they put it in some of their Target stores. Um, And Atari, Atari uh, sued Target for trademark infringement and copyright infringement, thank you for all the pongs, because the, uh, one, if, I don't know if you guys remember, the setup of the game was very similar to the Atari setup, right? The only difference was that you used your feet. Um, and I remember that when I posted uh, the pictures of what these games look like and I asked you guys if they were too close for comfort, a lot of you said yes. So I wanted to update you on this story to let you know that Target and Atari, they have settled this infringement case. Thank you for the Target, Sincere39. They have settled this infringement case. Uh, Target will no longer be able to use the foot the foot pong game. 
Um, and, uh, you know, and Atari is going to drop this lawsuit against Target. So what do you think happened in this settlement? Do you think they were just like, you know, okay, we're going to go our separate ways? Or do you think somebody, Target, do you think Target cut a check to get Atari to get off their back? What do you think? Because they're not going through with the case anymore. The case is settled. Everybody's going home. So what do you think happened in this settlement? Did somebody cut a check? Or do you think maybe they're just like, you know what? Let's just both back off. What do you think happened? Because when you have infringement, you have you have different um, options available to you. You know, even if, even if you do end up going to court, a lot of times people, you know, you can settle. You can come up with a coexistence agreement. Uh, everybody says there was money. <laughs> Trista said they ran that bag. Yeah. Nancy Time said, oh yeah, they cut that check. All right. You know, Target, they're a large organization. They don't, they don't want that smoke. So I'm, I'm pretty sure they cut Atari a check and said, you know, our bad. We won't do that anymore. So, um, good. And this is, again, this is the power of branding. Atari don't, does Atari even make games anymore? But they still have the intellectual property rights to this game. Like, I don't even see people, does anybody own an Atari? But the fact that they still own the intellectual property to this game allows them to enforce their rights. 76 said a check was cut. Target reached out to Atari. Um, Nesta Time said, can Atari take the game for themselves? Um, Atari said, yes, they do. They still got Atari out here? Okay. Well, um, I don't know if Atari is still doing Pong, but they still have the rights to Pong, so you can't take their game. All right? And that, and that's probably why Target settled. Maybe they thought that the, that the you know, the rights were in, I don't know, fair use. I don't know. But y'all got a legal team. I don't know how y'all let this happen. Um, but yeah, Target and, and Atari have settled the Pong case, okay? Uh, since the other night said, yes, they do, just not consoles. Okay, all right. See, I don't know anything about the gaming world. So thank you for letting me know that Atari is still out here flourishing. Good for them. Uh, okay. Yeah, so... Ooh, okay, we're over time. Yes. So those are the stories that I had for you this evening, you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. You know that uh, your participation is what makes this show so entertaining and so much fun for me. Um, me and Nessie were talking today. We are getting these shirts in production very, very soon. I'm going to get them out to you as well as the cups. Nessie's going to be printing them up, um, as well as the mugs. I cannot wait. Um, be sure to join me here tomorrow evening at 8 p.m. for more stories. If you find any stories that you want me to talk about, please send them to me. Zephyrina, she's not here right now, but she sent me the J-Lo story that we talked about, the first one we talked about, um, today. Um, and as well, uh, make sure that you have, uh, yes, girl, I can't wait. Um, also make sure that you have downloaded the biz launch cheat sheet, uh, to, um, get your dream business started in seven days or less. Make sure that you, ooh, make sure that you set up your talk to me Tuesday sessions. You can still have time. Um, yes, tomorrow's talk to me Tuesday where you can get 25 minutes for $25 between 10 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you still have time to book a slot. Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. 
what else? Uh, I don't think I had anything else to share with you guys. Have a good night. Um, y'all, take care of yourselves. These COVID cases are getting out of hand. Wear your masks. Wash your hands. Don't go out. Like, countries and cities are going into lockdown again. We got we to gotta get this thing under control, y'all, okay? All right. So have a good night. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.